It's the week after Thanksgiving and that weird time between that and Christmas. But we're back to record episode 22 of the Grand Drive podcast. Uh, uh, Brought to you by Purple Circle Magazine. It's actually two weeks after Thanksgiving. Yeah. See, Thanksgiving I told you. Thanksgiving was not last week. It's that weird time. Thanksgiving was not last like, week. I don't, I don't know it's if it's... It's that time between Thanksgiving and the NFR. Yes. And I thought the NFR started last week, uh, but, and but I was going. a week late. I didn't make the NFR this year. No. Just, I, didn't, I didn't even finish in top 50. Just a few bucks outside the top yeah. 50. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, exciting news this week. Special guest, Elvis himself. <laughs> Man, I got thank one. You, of, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I got one of the greatest Snapchats. Oh, oh cold daddy. Singing on the old Snapchat. I did guess she, he's having a good time. Did she send me the Snapchat off of my own phone? No. Okay. No, but it was still amazing. You just keep in tune and everything. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, it's how I wash my body. Like, I just wash my body with some rhythm and some rhyme. Well, that, me too. I'm kind of jiggly and I got to get everything going in the yeah, right direction. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to rap songs because I'm missing spots and walk, walk around with a stinky butt all day. So, I got a sample of the deck wash that I use in the shower now. Oh, you've you been using it in the shower? Yeah. I got a fungus on my hand. Is it I've been trying to get... Well, why in the hell didn't he give me some? I just saw him Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> Chad Jingo, you're not on my shit list. Uh, deck wash is going to be, it's real and true. It's I mean, going to be coming. get deck wash out of his prizes. That would have been a vast improvement. <laughs> it's it's going to be out to the market soon. Uh, there's just a little bit of struggle with some government verbiage or something he was saying. Something about. No, no. Screw the so, government. No, screw the government. Well, they screw us every year. No, screw the government. What are they going to do? Find me? They're going to make you have a dirty deck? I mean, come on. <laughs> we got a positive quote this week or no? Uh, it depends on what you consider positive. It's a quote. Uh, there's nothing positive anymore. And I like it. It's all positive. It's all in the beholder of the quote. All in the eye of the beer holder. You ready? Yep. Everybody loves you when you let everything slide. But as soon as you start checking things and creating boundaries, you become the most hated. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It's that's rings true across the board. A lot. And not when, just pictures. When, when you have employees. <clears throat> yes. You let things slide and then try to be a good boss. Cool, and then when you, you bring that old hammer down on them, they're like, You're an asshole. I quit. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. You know, the same thing can be said for pigs. You know, you kind of give them a couple of weeks off and let them slide and kind of beat pigs and you try to get them ready for a jackpot and go out there and walk them and huh, get to thinking, man, I wish I'd have walked these things a little more. Yeah, it happens. I'll tell you that. Well, that's that. Anyway, we've uh, got a few, uh, I guess, a few things to talk about this week. Nothing uh, really, I don't think we ever talk about anything that's super important. Before we get into it, yeah, I want your opinions on... Uh, Florida State, Alabama. Uh, thirteen and 0, 12 and one. I mean, let's do Florida State and UT. I just try to keep Texas out of it, but no, yeah, they should be out of it. <laughs> right, they should be out of it. But should be Florida State. So, so should, here's should the, they be listen, out or should be Alabama be out? Texas should be out, but they but Texas beat Alabama. So Alabama didn't beat Texas. So Alabama beat Georgia. But if who the hell else in Texas beat? Besides, everybody, Alabama, everybody, they played. They, they they didn't beat Oklahoma. Didn't play Oklahoma. Yeah, they did. I don't remember. So Red River know. rivalry. I was watching them when we were 
when Melissa was giving birth to my beautiful daughter the day afterwards. Mm-hmm. They beat him. Yeah, then they should be him. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying, I mean, here's the deal. That's what... Okay, so Florida State not being in, right? Okay. Yeah. That is like... Winning your class. No, no. Winning your breed and still not getting to go to the grand job. Yeah. And them saying... That somebody's them second saying, hey, to... you just leave your breed champion back there because we don't think it's good enough. Our committee doesn't think it's good enough, so we're going to bring up the second all, cross. all these other reserve breed champions and we're going to, you know... You know, it's, it's something similar happened uh, in the PRCA with the team roping. <clears throat> uh, you know, they got to the end of the year. Somebody was whining because that's about what team ropers do. I, that's what it boils down to. They went to one of them finale rodeos and uh guy calls ProCom. They set it to his 75th rodeo. Uh, he wins money, moving from 17th to 15th, ends up being a 76th. Well, they go ahead and let him in because they claim they made a mistake. And then, lo and behold, all the other 16th place individuals across all the other events, they filed a petition because they want to count 76 rodeos. Everybody panics. Then they take him back out in the 15th place stays. And he's already like in Scottsdale or somewhere in Arizona on the way I think he's already on his way, yeah. yeah. But the guy that ended up in 15th place only had 74 rodeos. So, yeah. You don't get to, shouldn't get to pick and choose. I mean, I mean, I think it should be a hauling game. Count them all. Best man made the best made the rich man win. Uh, I spent a lot of money on on a on a, on a, uh, on a uh, slot machine. I still ain't won. Uh-huh. We got to be good too, though. Yeah, you got to be good. Yeah, I mean that's like we used to haul around from the TGLA points. They only counted fifty rings. Well, once you got to fifty rings, and they would like start bumping and replacing, counting your fifty best rings, and they got real confusing. So we're just like, hey. Uh, we're just going to stop. 50 rings, we're done. Yeah. You know, a lot of them people go to the rodeos. You know, they'll go 15, 20 rodeos. I think Cody Old made it on 22 rodeos one year. Yeah. And and went number one or two. I yeah. mean, just absolute dominant. I think now you got to have a certain amount of rodeos to go, yeah. maybe. I, I think, think you got to go to 50 or so. Yeah. It's, Too many rules. Which is gay. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to more than 22 rodeos, 50 rodeos. Yeah. I mean, if I can go. You ain't no cowboy. Shit. If I can go. Like, if I go 10 rodeos, if I go 10 rodeos and make enough to qualify for the NFR, my man, the last two rodeos I went to, I threw two hamstrings and a bicep. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I've never entered a rodeo, so I can't say nothing, really. Hey, but we've been part of some rodeos. <laughs> yeah. Confusion, chaos, and all kind of. So, we got some, uh, we got a little fan mail this week? Well, yes. You're yeah, let's read Somebody fanboying on Mr. Luke? We uh no, not on Mr. Luke. Not on Mr. Luke. They just wanted a shout out. They you're, they sent us a, a fanboy. A message. Yeah. I, I'm I have some fans. Ooh, uh, I am a fan. I only have one fan. Me. <laughs> this my only fan. I, I'm probably gonna make the second mistake in my life on this on this name. I'm gonna get the first part, the second parts. Aaron, I apologize in advance. Aaron Arvelo sent us a message. He said, hey, our team, HBO, crushed it at a local jackpot over the weekend. Uh, Angelie was able to get into the grand drive and was successful enough to secure the win. Our other daughter, Bailey, was able to get reserve over our York. If you could give this crew, HBL, Hunter Bell Livestock, a shout-out for all their hard work, dedication, and most importantly, their teamwork. Also, a huge shout-out to Hunter Bell for put, 
for repeating success and to all these kiddos this weekend. They're always there for each other. Hunter Bell, good job. Great job. You might miss leg day, but you don't miss a day at the jackpot pin. That's it. And and it's always it's always good to hear about positive stories like that, right? You know, people helping people and and kids getting along. There's a lot of opportunity for that stuff to go the other way, but yeah, yeah. You know, when he hears that leg day joke, he's he's gonna call you. Uh, I don't care. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I think we used to have some Hunter Bell fans in here. Might still have some Hunter Bell fans here in the audience. It's okay. We love we love everybody. <laughs> we get along with everybody most of the time. Hunter is a talented. <laughs> what do they say? Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah, Hunter's pretty talented. He's passionate. And he's young. Yeah, absolutely. Has has a heck of a mustache. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we need to edit that or cut yeah, that we out. Yeah, he does have a good mustache. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. All right, so. Can you talk about the weekend a little bit? Recap? No, I don't want to recap the weekend. Much look look for the next weekend. I'm tired. I went to the jackpot yesterday, wore hay dudes, and had to walk 14 miles over the river, through the woods, across some rocks, bungee jump, or uh, uh, grab propelled down a cliff with the pig in, under one arm just to get the show ring. And on top of that, my wife and sister didn't even yell at me. Well, that's a phenomenal weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. Uh, no, it was it was a long weekend. Yeah, yeah. I actually had to do work this weekend because I had, I had no Ashlyn. See, Ashley and Zoe, they love Hadley. Yes. So to come to Jackpots to help her. It, it was crazy. They weren't there this weekend. Almost died. You got humbled. F- and it got warm Sunday. I didn't get humbled. I got tired. <laughs> tired. It was a long weekend. Because we went- I, I, I had to brush them. You know, it's a long way down from me. It's a long way down from me to a 100-pound pig. It's easier to brush a horse than it is a pig. Oh, shit. I'd rather be being a horse than brush a baby pig. <laughs> brush a camel. No, they spit. Uh, but we had, we had a nice weekend, nice little family time because it's just yeah. me and my wife and my two kids, and uh, it was good. We went over to the uh, oh, and then we ate at Chili's. Yeah, and then what was it? Saturday we went over there with uh, to Waxahachie. Yeah, that was a good show. Great job yeah. by Chad Django. Yeah, done a real good job. Proud of him. That's good. Old deck wash king. Yeah, this is good. That a great concession stand. Good concession stand. I mean, and really though, you don't know that, but it does. A shitty concession stand kind of like Tim Ford said. This kind of makes for a shitty show. It does. Like I mean, it, they sold Red Bulls there, which was amazing because I put an order in for Red Bulls. Wow. For a guy, he said, "Hey, I'm we're, here. We're I'm here." He said, "I'm at this stripes. Do you need anything?" So I texted him an order exactly what to get. Right. I said. I need three tacos, bacon, or sausage egg cheese, sausage and egg, add bacon and cheese. I need two 16-ounce Red Bulls. I need two scoops of eggs, Sunny Delight, green sauce, and ketchup. So I get some dry-ass tacos, a total of 16-ounce Red Bull, two 8.4-ounce Red Bulls, which doesn't do me any good. And uh, no ketchup, no green sauce. So we got there, and they had Red Bulls out. So I was like, yeah. Hey, it, it's what we do we adapt and then i realize why when i come to your house 
your pigs don't look right because I realize you don't follow directions. Luke? I'm not going to make it as a I mean, I almost choked. I almost choked between Glenrose and Cleveland. I almost choked on some dry-ass breakfast tacos. Okay? Hey, you got you got to be you got to be diverse. Diverse? When shit goes wrong, you just got to be used to it. Well, well, yeah, I'm used to it, but no, I'm not used to it. I'm not used to it. I'm a big guy. I like my food. I like my green sauce and stripes. I like my 16-ounce Red Bulls. Oh, and I said give me a blue, two blue electrolytes. You're going to hold me you, being colorblind. You bought, you bought me two lavender-colored electrolytes. <laughs> now my colorblindness is... Uh... <laughs> It's affecting us. I know. Oh, and then yesterday, yesterday, look at here. Yesterday I said, I hey, I need four sausage egg cheese McGriddles. I got you four. But they had no cheese on them. That is not my that's, fault. I guess that's a McDonald's that problem. That's a McDonald's fault. That's two days in a row that you flew barred my order. I guess I should start ordering my own damn food, huh? <laughs> that's how I solved that problem, huh? Get well, my own damn food. Well, I get there a little bit early, so I, I've got time to... Huh? You don't have a mail route anymore either. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You don't have a mail route anymore either. So I guess I'm. Yeah, no, I used to. Oh, and then you met us at the wrong office on the opposite end of town where we're going. I don't get clear directions. No, you don't. It's like chasing crippled chickens. I used to work for the. That, that, we used to have a crippled chicken office. named Peg. She wrapped some hay fit, some feet egg string around her leg and just got real tight, real tight. So when I found her, it was all jacked up. So I just cut it off with some pliers. And she lived four or five years. We named her Peg. She'd limp around. <laughs> That quick post office story. Told Peg. I uh, worked for the post office a little bit. You already told it once on here, didn't you? Did I? I don't know. Yeah. As a reminder, temporary. Had a bad day. Turned the first corner. All the mail fell on the floor. Everybody got three pieces, baby. (laughs) Might not have been their three pieces. The lady said the next day she got a note said not even close. So they were all pissed. But I made my mark in Kingwood, Texas. Yeah. And that's why you're not a postman anymore. Not a postman. Not an Uber driver. But what we are is on to the main We are... What are we calling it? We're not calling it anything. We're just we're just talking, okay? I got some topics here, and we're so I want to also say this. We're going to talk about a few things. Uh, some things, you know, all pigger-related, obviously. So here we are. It is first week, first full week of December. Tomorrow, yeah, first full week of December. Yep. So it's crunch time, right? Uh, it's time to these things need to be whip broke. They got it. They need to have good skin and hair, or at least on their way to getting good skin and hair. Because, as a matter of fact, I think the first county show in Texas is tomorrow, Wednesday, Williamson County. Uh-huh. Breeding Gills tomorrow, I think. I guess Market Hogs are Wednesday. The first one, I guess, then right there, I think between Christmas and New Year's is Bear County. And that first week of January, boom, there we are. We're a month away, 30, 30 days away from being in the heat. Of county shows Absolutely. in Texas, uh, thirty days sounds like a lot of time, but it's not a lot of time. Uh, I think uh, what I have noticed, and 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 I know this because I have a lot of younger kids that, that show with us, is uh, they've got to differentiate, and, and this goes for everybody out there. You got to differentiate. So when you're showing the showmanship, it's a completely different ball game, right? You're doing jigs and jives and jibs, and you're doing cartwheels and backflips and shit like that. You're trying to win showmanship. You're doing 
the extra things it takes to separate you from showmanship. That's fine. When you're done with showmanship, we're done. We're done. We're going in here. We're driving the pig, okay? We're driving the shit out of this pig. We're not looking at the judge and just stare, staring him a hole through him. We're concentrating. We're, focus, we're focusing on our pig. You need to focus on your pig. You need to kind of be in tune with that pig. And, you know, if that pig stops... Don't just whoop the shit out of it. Let's look. Maybe it's got to pee. Maybe it's got to poop. Because if you, just like I know if I, like, got interrupted mid-poop, I'm not going to walk good again until I finish that poop. I'm going to ha- I'm gonna look funny when I move. So when your pig stops, let's look, look, look back, okay? If it's if it's a guilt, you, one glance and you're all good, right? Just look back. And if it's a bear... They can kind of pee and walk too. I mean, not really that good, but they can a little bit. So, but if it's a good, just take a look back, right? If it stops, look back. Make sure it's not peeing. Make sure it's not pooping or about to pee or poop. Real easy to tell. Butthole puckers. Poop. They, they're fixing to poop. Just let them poop. Yeah. <clears throat> and if they're stopping to poop, just kind of squat next to them, rub their belly, tell them it'll be all right. I say, hey, I know it's a big stage. I know you gotta go, and you're kind of embarrassed. Just. Be nice to your pig. When they get done, you start driving again. But do not try to drive that pig out of a poop. Because if you've ever had to, if you've ever had to walk out of a poop pain, like if you've ever had to poop so bad that you were about to go everywhere and you were forced to just keep going and walk through it. The only thing you can think about. The only thing you can think about is the poop. And it makes your body not work right. It makes too, your body right? not work right. Like your your senses, your body gets stiff and like tight I, I, and numb. I keep, I keep a bow like, back and my head's down. Yes. And you, you put your foot out, like you put your foot out trying to trying to squeeze it. it just you breathe hard. Yes. It it just all your all your all your faculties in your entire body are focusing on that. So on not pooping. On not pooping. Because you don't got cut off. Yes. So just let him poop. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And if you got a if you got a pig that poops a lot, take it on a poop walk. That's it. We 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 got pigs. Sometimes we got to take them on a little poop walk. Just get them out there and just let them go. Just let them walk around. Let them poop before they go in the ring. And and, and a lot of the new folks, I think they might need a reminder or or, or direction to help understand. The the goal is to get a pig looking for a show, right? We want. Them. Yeah, so we they're naturally full. What goes in must come out, and ha- it's going to come out. So whenever you're walking them up. To the pen, and you're spraying them and getting everything ready. That kind of stimulates some things yeah, going on. If you, if you spray cold water across that booty hole, they're gonna have to go. It's gonna pucker. Yeah, because so I guess <laughs> I, I was feeding. We're, we're Saturday. We're rocking and rolling. I was in the heat of things, and I was like, "Man, these things look good. Give them a little mudroom." Probably gave. Probably hit a couple of a little too much red water. Red water, you know. That'd it's gonna. It, there's one or two things that's gonna happen with red water. They're gonna get the shit. Or they're gonna tie up. I knew he wasn't going to tie up, so I'm like, hey, we just going to get, you know. Well, Hadley, my seven-year-old was bitching at me on the way to the ring because her Burke and her Duroc were squirtle, squirtle, squirtle. On the go. On the go. Uh, so, and like, walk and poop and walk and poop and walk. And, and you know, it's my fault. And I'm always, and, I, and I've literally, like, I can always tell when people do that. And I'm like, shit. You're going to go in here and it's just in back. This sucker done filled him up with red water. He wasn't lying. <laughs> so, but we got it. Like, I just squirted him, pooped him out. And, you know, you pump up that sprayer a whole bunch. Uh-huh. And that tip fits perfectly in oh, there. You just water it out, wash it out, don't, spray it out. And don't go. ever drink from cold. Don't drink water from water. my spray bottle. 
I didn't really do that. No, but uh, yeah, it's something to keep in mind. Like, like get them, get them if you can, get them to go ahead and go before, yeah. before you get them in the pan. Yeah, and and that helps. But but I think that the thing is, is you've got to uh, you got to know when to switch on and off there. Yeah. Like you've got to know, you know, in showmanship, I'm all about you know do what you got to do to win. Like if you've got a, you know, if you've got something you can do. And make your pig do that may put give you an edge or an advantage over someone else, then do it. But don't do that in class. In class. You know, I just drive. I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Whenever we done this podcast, uh, trying or we were trying to talk about some of the differences between the show and and, and showmanship. And I, and I think this falls right in line with that. Is that there's there's a specific difference a time to do and a time not to do. You yeah, know, that you've got to separate the two. Even at a young age, you got to start differentiating when, when you do what for what. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. So I mean, you know, when you're in that showmanship mode, you're you're focused on judging. That's what I've got to get. I guess I'm going to start start hammering into the young kids that we work with. Is when it's not showmanship. Don't you don't have to look at the judge. Right. You look at your pig. You don't want to drive your pig into someone else. You don't want someone else driving a pig into you. You want to make sure your pig is head up, moving, and looks the best they need to look. Okay. But, but in saying that too, that doesn't mean like don't look at the judge at all. Every once in a while, you want to keep them in your peripheral, oh, right? Because yes, you know? yes, yes. I see I see some of these youngsters sometimes the judge will you know go ahead and point out them to, to get them pinned and they just are not yeah. paying attention and you know. A lot of a lot of good pins are missed because well, they don't. That's that's something else that you know, uh, not necessarily the jackpot, but as you get maybe to your county show and and I talked about I talked with a friend of mine this morning about that and I've never been one about you know chunking your hand up and getting pinned and I guess I guess I'm more like don't stick your hand up as far as it'll go and wave. I mean, just kind of put your hand up. Uh, I've never been one to do that. Never said hey. I said hey. I said when you get pinned, just go pin. You know. Yeah. Uh, but he was telling me that he had seen, known a couple, a couple of kids. One last year that, like, they pointed out to get pinned. Kids, an extremely good showman, it was at Houston. Went, just went to the pin. The guys working the boards, which they should have been paying attention. Okay, right. I mean, I know they're volunteers, but they, right. you know, if you're gonna volunteer, volunteer right. Okay, uh, they go over there. He goes over there and they're like, no, you didn't pin. He's like, yes, he pinned me. So he's sitting in there and they're like. Telling him no, you didn't get pinned. He's like, yes, they pinned me. So they walked the pig back out. They had already pinned like their three or four top ones. Well, then they started placing. Well, they made the kid go back out there and show. We just pointed out and placed him like sixth or something instead of being in the top three or four where he probably was going to be first or second in class. They just looked like, well, why is this pig there? Let's pin him and get him in the sale. Uh, You know, and and that's more. I say that's more on the judges and the ring help, but they they say you know. They yeah. say, you know, that that little, you know, hey, just kind of put your hand up, hey, they got me, you know. But, I mean, to me, I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it don't matter. I mean, if you walk to the pen, it should be the same as putting your hand up. But I guess the ring help don't notice that. Yeah, try, uh, just, you know, just a just a little notification that, hey, yeah. you need to. You now, if you're at a jackpot and there's 10 in the class and you throw your hand up as high as you can, like praising Jesus, that's a little excessive, <laughs> you know. But... <laughs> 
Right, yeah, just just a simple notification. Hey, you know, Judge Paul called me out. Let me, and and let me I'm grab and him. I'm and I'm honestly I'm not one that's ever been an advocate of it, but uh, I do. After talking to my friend this morning, my buddy this morning, it, it made sense, you know, because yeah. uh, he said there's some of these guys that say they'll miss miss a sale hole or, or two every year uh, because of miscommunication. Right. They, they don't get one pin where where it should be pinned, and. Uh, you know, and, and that sucks, but I guess it's just a part of it. So, you know, when you get to your county show or these major shows and, and you're out there and you're driving and they, they look at you and just point, go to the pin. Uh, a lot of times when they point at you, they're done. They they go look at another pig. Right. So you kind of got to just kind of put your hand up a little bit and let's go. Head, and, put your hand up and head to the pin. And, and, and I'm under under the assumption if if – if two of the kids are close and he points over there, go get a pin just in case. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if he's pointing at me or anything, but, but I'm yeah, going to go here and hey, take I, my I, chance. I guess. Yeah, let you them know? tell you. No, yeah, let them tell you. It ain't no big deal. Hey, it's all about winning, yeah. trying to win. Oh, you know? yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's just kind of a couple couple small things. And, and I guess while we're on showmanship, I mean, we'll talk about, uh, you know, like I've seen some people and, and, uh, and, there's so many judges, I guess it's their pet peeve. And I guess when you're judging showmanship, like like they'll say things like, well, uh, I don't like you switching in the front. Or I won't use my switches in the front because people aren't, you know, people don't switch in the front at a bear show. Well, you're right, they don't, but this ain't a fucking bear show. It's showmanship. You know, yeah. let's judge it for showmanship. Let's do that. If that's the difference, then let's do it. Let's not beat a kid because they do something that they wouldn't do in a bear show because I can promise you, there's never been one time that any of my kids have done anything fancy in a showman in a bear show or in a big ring besides just drive a pig. Right. You know, uh, and, and if they cross in the front and a pig never loses forward momentum, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If it keeps going forward, it doesn't matter. Cause I can promise you when you get on the big stage, like expo, uh, you go to Louisville, any of these national shows, you're going to have to do some things to set you apart because you're not going to win. You're not going to get in top 10 and ribbon. You're not going to win if you don't do things to set you apart. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have to, you know, moonwalk with your pig while you're, while you're driving it for the class. But, you know, if you can moonwalk backwards and have your pig and drive your pig backwards in showmanship, I'm not saying it's going to make you win, but it looked pretty cool. Yeah, you're not going to do that in a class, and everybody knows that. But that's just one of those things. I mean, and and, and there's the pro- and I think the problem is, well, the, the way the way I look at that, <clears throat> I, I agree with you 100. percent Whenever you get to the class, you want the pig being judged to have all the extras. You yes. want to have the, the the special things that the other pigs don't have. So when you're in showmanship, the showman needs to have all the extras and the special things that. Yeah. Um, well, and and when you you know like, and when you're in showmanship, you need to show all angles of the pig. So when you're in class, if you got one that's kind of ended its knee, you're not gonna keep turning that thing constantly into the judge, unless you're your daughter. <laughs> what happened? We did. When did it die? Uh, it's not dead yet. Uh, why? What, what's we're, it we're trying to make it. Trying to make it happen. Andy. <laughs> what? We're golden. We're golden. And we're back. All right. 
again, like I said, it, you know, if you're in class, you know, in showmanship, you're showing all angles of the pig. That's what you're supposed to do. Right? Yeah. If you're in class and you got a pig that's in at its knee, you're not going to, unless you're Ailey, you're not going to keep turning it into the judge and driving she it straight to him, right? Hey, she done a pretty good job Saturday. Yeah, she did. She did. And the judge even said, hey, this one's a little in his knee and this girl did a good job. But before that, she just drive that fish. She didn't know. I know. And that's that. I guess that's my worst. My, my thing is I've, you know, you've got to be able to hide flaws but do it smoothly, right. you know. Uh, but I guess really the most important thing since we're kind of getting on the subject and, like I said, it's crunch time, it's go time, uh, you know, we're in Texas. Uh, once you get past the county stage, uh, we have what they call a sift pin. I don't know. I think OIE's got the sift pin. They've got the, you know, they call it making the hill if you get through the sift. Uh, in Texas, we just call it, you know, making the sift. So you got a sift pin. Uh, and these sift pins are normally about 20 by 30, maybe, yeah. maybe less. Uh, uh, Fort Worth is a lot less. Fort Worth is like 8 by 14 and a half. It's not yeah. very big with a pole in the middle. So uh, Fort Worth, <laughs> Fort Worth sift pin is not very big, but it's very important. And guys, I know we've probably talked on this before, but I think this is a subject that needs to be talked on. It's very important when they crack that gate. So I say the sift pin is kind of like you're at the PBR finals, right? Right. When they when you nod your head and they crack that gate, you've got to be ready. You've got to be on point because you literally have eight seconds to make your impression. That's it. Right? I'm, I'm telling you. And, and, and it may not even be eight seconds, but it – you're, they're going to look at you a max of, a very maximum of 30 seconds, but I'm going to say yeah. probably maybe 10, 10, 10 to 15 is going to be, is going to be pretty, a pretty long time for most of them. Yeah. And you have to be on point when they open that gate, pigs got to be heads up. Pigs got to be clean, got to be brushed. You have to be focused and ready to drive. Uh, and that's very important because that right there, they only see that pig for, 15 steps. Right. So you have to be ready there. You have you have to be prepared mentally to enter that sift pin and know I'm getting this son of a bitch pulled. We're getting pulled. We're going to the big ring, and then we're going to show. And and I think for, for people that are going to go to the majors for the first time this year or may not have been yet, you know, or, or it's just new in general, you got you to keep in mind that judge is looking at, hundreds and hundreds of pigs a day if, if yours doesn't hit him hard right then and 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 the the person showing it is not quite ready or or on a different stage and, and not focusing on what they're doing they're going to get overlooked it don't matter how good the pig is how much was spent on it or anything else like you said you've got that time that is it all that preparation goes into that 10 seconds yes. when when they when they are ready and, and and thing is, you don't even get the call for the gate. They call no. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ain't like four out yet. You don't just get the call for the gate. Just come down the hill, Pendleton, yeah. baby. Because yeah, it's you, coming. You don't get the call for it. They call for you. So, <laughs> I, I think that's something that's very, very, very important. Okay. Uh, and then we, you want to do these things at home. It's like you know they call it, I guess, muscle memory. So, uh, like your neighbor, Kelly mm-hmm. Briggers, right here. He ropes all the time. When he's not gone rope, when he's not on the road roping, he is at home roping. He eats, he sleeps, he breathes roping. His body knows how to swing a rope, how to sit on his horse, where to position itself to get the best vantage point to catch him. 
right? And he catches damn near every one of them. Uh, 100, what was it? 129 so, out of 130? Yeah. So <laughs> muscle memory uh, and practice at home. Right. Like I could suggest, guys, if you have parents involved, which I hope you do, uh, get yourself a little a little SIF pin. Get a gate. Get those pigs. Get those pigs used to it. Or when you crack the latch, they know it's time to go. Yeah, even something as simple as, you know, you could be in a school barn or, or, right. or just because, have a little pin at the house. Right. If you take them out to walk, just get them ready whenever you open that gate to get them well, ready the, to walk. In these major shows... Just, they they're not. It's not going to be like these four, like these little jackpot shows where they might let fifteen pigs in at once. Because no. uh, Becky ba- Becky Bahamas is drinking Red Bull, texting and eating the donut at the same time she's working the gate. Uh, God bless her soul. I know they're there as a volunteer, but at the same time, if you're going right. to volunteer, volunteer right. So uh, it, that's one thing you're not going to have to worry about at a major show is they're they're going to let you in by yourself. Right. Uh, so let's let's get them pigs in. Let's practice. Let's make a little sift pen, and, and you know you don't even have to, I guess, make an actual sift pen. But make a pen that's five by five with a good swinging gate, where you can somebody can let you out of it, and you come out driving. Right, and, and that's what I every said. time come out driving. Don't look back. Get the pig drove, and then and then practice the rest. Even even if it's the the pen that, that your pig stays in, and that's all you have. Every time you take them no, out to walk, you not, can not, still... No, 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 no. Make another pin. Don't use a <laughs> pin your pig stays in. But if you don't have another pin. Well, make another one. <laughs> Somebody's got one somewhere. Okay? Even if you got to get four pallets and do it like that. Then get four pallets. Just get four pallets. And make it work. And a gate. No. We're all four pallets. You just swing the pallet as a gate. Okay? Just do it. Uh, I, and and this is coming from me telling everybody that's listening, all all twenty seven of you. Uh, I don't care if I can if I can make all twenty seven of you get through the sift pin by you knowing that when that gate opens, you've got ten seconds, and that's it. Then I've then I've done my job in this entire podcast. And I'm now I'm not now I'm telling you, okay, if they open gate. And your pig's bow-legged and skinny and narrow and, and got <laughs> shitty skin and hair. It I mean, matter. Yeah. So do all the other things we've <laughs> talked about leading up to this. Put the puzzle together. Skin, hair, showmanship. You're gonna you've got a good chance of getting pulled if you got good skin, good hair, good showmanship, all your feet pointing the right direction. But don't take, you know, Uncle Sonny's Gloucester old spot in there and <laughs> Think, hey, I'm gonna get pulled with this thing Cole because told Cole told me if I if I come running when they crack that gate latch, <laughs> if I we then I'm, <laughs> then I'm gonna go. Okay, so you, you got to do some things there on your pigs, you know. And you know it is middle of December, first week of December. So if you if you know if you're not, stuck with your pigs, right? You're yeah. stuck with them, so you can't change it. But let's make the best out of them. But if you do all the little things right, big things will happen, okay? And, uh, I, and I'm going to make one correction on that. What? It's not 27 people. Okay. As of this week. Oh, he's he's butthurt. I'm sorry. No, we are, we are going to cross 20,000 listeners. Oh, wow. Over how many episodes? 22. So it's not even 1,000 episodes. That's better when we I started. feel defeated. I feel like I'm out of the game. I mean, I want to be like Dale Brisby. We got to work up there. He didn't, Theo Vaughn. He, he didn't start with a gate. He started with four pallets. 
I want to be like I want to be like Theo Vaughn. How many has he got? You think? I don't know. A bunch. Yeah. But he's kind of weird though. I'm kind of weird like him, but we got too many kid listeners. <laughs> no, we need more kid listeners. Why? So we can get the Theo Vaughn status. Well, we're not kid <laughs> listeners if we got a mark explicit. Well, I'm I'm telling you, my that's dad, my fault. We got to do that. Those folks, my dad's age, ain't gonna hop on because they can't figure it out quite. He listens to it when he's here. And when he's in that truck with me. I don't listen to it at all. I'm here when we film it. I guess I should listen to it just so we get an extra listener. I listen to it back and I learn some things. <sighs> you learn some things? Absolutely. Well, I haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway. Nobody cares, Cole. So Nobody there's, cares. I guess there's more than 27 listeners. Well, I, I knew that he was going to come in and say something. And be butter. What'd you say? Give No, you're not going to talk. If you want to talk, we'll get you on next week. Okay. A special guest next week, Miss Melissa Reeves. The, you know, the witch actually, of the pen. Actually, it's still Melissa Davis because she refuses to change her name. I won't refuse. I just want to wait in line. She doesn't refuse. She doesn't want to wait in line at the Social Security office. Which is in Cleveland. Yeah. Wear your pajamas when you go over there. You'll fit in. And my, my slides. <laughs> and your slides. <laughs> and no bra. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so long story short. Get your get your shit ready. Get get ready, guys. Uh, it's gonna be a fun year. Got good judges. All these major shows. Uh, do it right. Do it right at home. Do it right at the shows, and the the good good things will happen. Okay. I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not guaranteeing that if you just all you do with your pig is practice coming out of a gate that you're gonna get win because your pig has to look the part as well. But you're going to have 90% of them beat if you can out show them, okay? So right. do the work at home. I was uh, I was asked, and, and this is a touchy subject, but I'm just going to say, like, so swine showmanship, swine showing, showing pigs is hard, like much harder than any other showmanship out there. Yeah, okay? and, and I know where you're going with this, and, and you – you, and you, you want me you, to stop while no, I'm ahead? No, I'm just saying if if you get mad about this topic, then you're going to have to get bad about everybody else that talks about this topic because they all agree with what you're fixing to say. That showing the pig showmanship takes talent, and the Absolutely. rest of them don't. Absolutely. I mean, like I judge showmanship for cattle. Shit takes some endurance. Yeah, it takes some endurance and talent, but you're going to sweat a lot more showing a pig. Yeah, have right. some I judge cattle showmanship. Uh, last time I judged it, and they I had showmanship, and I, I picked the. I mean, like I'm not gonna say, like I picked the kid that, and I asked the lady, I said, I'm, "I'm bad at show cattle showmanship." She's like, "Hey, that kid wins all the time." I'm like, well, I guess, I guess good showman's good showman. But I said on the mic, I said, "Guys, I said, I said I, I'm from the pig ring, where it takes talent, hustle, like it's different to do showmanship in a pig ring." I said, "To me, cattle showmanship is like crocodile hunter. Let's poke it with a stick, you know." Uh, you know, sheep showmanship, you gotta you gotta be a little tough. They're gonna push on you brace back. But that pig showmanship, that's tough, man. It's real tough and uh, it it's physically demanding. Like my fat ass couldn't do it correctly. I mean, yeah. like when I when I retired in Springfield back in twenty twenty one, uh I knew that I knew that, that show adult showmanship was gonna be physically demanding and the only way that I could win is to put on a show. Right. Like a, a an absolute show, and I brought the house down. I did not show my pig worth an absolute shit. 
But matter of fact, I didn't, I didn't even know where the pig was most of the time. You were doing cartwheels. But I was doing cartwheels, and I, I had pick me written on my belly because what? I knew that I could not physically do what needed to be to show that pig ride. And then turns out it was too physically demanding for me because the next day I was like, Told Melissa, I said, you need to drop me off across the tracks and you go see if I can host some meetups and Vicodin. It was bad. But it's good. No, and that's why I talk, when we go, every time someone's like, going to show me, I said, look, I had a farewell tour in 2021. Look it up on TikTok. It was kick ass. I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to let everybody else win a little bit. We'll have that on the Grand Drive Facebook page. Yeah, you can go look at that picture and uh, or video maybe even. But yeah, yeah you're, you're very right. Uh, and if you're a parent listening and, and you don't really believe that showing a pig is that hard, you got to stick or chase the pig, take some of the advice uh, from Cole and Ashlyn and those that have been on this on, on, on the uh, podcast and Zoe and all those and go try to show that pig like they tell you to show that well, pig. Well, because see, pig showmanship, unlike any other showmanship, is it's not on a halter. It's not... Its head's not in your hand. It's not on a chain. Right. You have a whip, a brush, and a pig. That's moving. And it's not necessarily your pig that you've got to look out for. It's like Mama says, I'm not worried about the way you drive, baby. I'm worried about all them other guys on the road. It's the 30 other. It's the rest <laughs> of them. And you've got to be able to avoid them. You've got to be able to stay out of the pack. you got to be able to be to the front. It's controlled chaos is Absolutely. what my wife said. Like our marriage, it's controlled chaos. And Sometimes it's not even controlled, it's just chaos. But we love each other, damn it. That's it. And you know them... Till death do us part. Kids, it doesn't matter how that happens. Those kids that show the pigs, they got to be on a, on, on a ball. They got to find the holes to drive to. You know, they got to move the pig around. They got to chase it. Control anxiety. Yeah, you got to learn how to control anxiety. And they got to learn how to work around others and... And and, and and another and, thing. And try to polish themselves while doing all that. And another thing. If you're going to a show and you know that that guy judging showmanship does not want you, he will not pick you if you're wearing tennis shoes in the show. Don't wear tennis shoes. Don't tell him nobody wears boots anymore. Just take your ass kicking and go on about your business because you still got to show pigs the rest of the day. Yeah, and, and that legit that legit happened this weekend. I thought it was funny. It wasn't. Wait, and never piss off the judge at the beginning of the day. Yeah, yes. I mean, doing doing something like that and intentionally, intentionally yeah. trying to, to because there's a lot of things could, the judge. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen the rest of the day because I'm gonna tell you, no matter how much you think your shit don't stink, it still stank like everybody else's. Okay, so don't do it. Don't ever do things like that. All it all it does is smell like yes. powdered dog shit. A- absolutely right. <laughs> All mm. right, so I, enough on showmanship. I just gonna thought we'd touch on that, talk on that a little bit. Uh, I, I got a few, few other things we'll talk about. Right, so I'm gonna tell you this, and it's it might ruffle some feathers, it might piss some people off. Something you might not know about me, I don't give a shit. Okay, uh, jackpots, livestock shows in general. There's not. It's not a big conspiracy theory. There's not a group of people out there trying to make sure another group of people don't win. There's nobody out there. I, I, I've heard of people saying, well, I went to this show and the guy that put the people that put on the show, they didn't want me to win. So they told the judge not to use me. That is absolute dog shit. There is no judge 
in the country that's going to walk in and let the person putting the show on tell him, you can't use these people because I don't like them or, or this or that. Because there's no judge with any integrity that would do that. Right. Okay. And there's nobody putting on a jackpot that's going to do it because all they're going to do, if they tell a judge that, that judge tells one person, it's going to ruin that jackpot. Nobody's ever going to come back there. Right. Nobody's going to want a judge for them. So I'm just saying, if you got beef with somebody, or you think somebody's got beef with you, avoid the jackpot or, or make sure that your pigs are good enough where they have to be used. I mean, I, and, and like I said, I, I'm somebody may get mad. Some people may get mad. That's fine. I understand that because it, it's not one person or a group. Like it's just it's it's a, a widespread thing because right. I've heard it in several different areas about you know this judge didn't use me because they told him not to or you know I, I've judged shows okay and I don't judge a lot but I've judged them ninety percent of the time. I don't know anybody there or, or, or I'm focused on the pigs and don't even know, know who's driving them, you know? I mean, it just, it's the way it happens. I mean, yes, there's some guys that might do a little face judging. There's some guys that probably do a lot of face judging, but most of the guys that judge these jackpots are judging hogs. They're not judging kids and they're damn sure not listening to the person putting a jackpot on and letting them dictate who they can and can't use. That's that. I mean, that's just, that's just, I don't know. It, it, it's not going to work like that. No. You know, no matter no matter how frustrating you you are, that that's just a that it's not going to work like that. Right? And and you know, sometimes even myself, even if I think I have a good pig and it gets beat, I as a parent still have to set the example for my kids to say, "Hey, you know what? We got beat today." Judge X might really like our pig, but today it was Judge Y, and today it's their decision. There's no conspiracy behind it. They like different things about different hogs, and ours didn't fit what they like today. And if 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 we're really going to set the example and keep the culture that we have in the industry, we have to relay that message down to the kids so that their behaviors continually become better because they're going to kind of phase themselves after what they're taught, right? I mean, if they're taught, you know, everything's an excuse and other people are why we're not winning, that's how they're going to grow up and think. But if if they're taught, hey, we just got to make sure our shit's right on that day. And if they like it, they like it. And if they don't, we got another jackpot next weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, take the good with the bad and keep rolling. If, 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 if you get involved in the pigs enough to where you can – Pick one with good foundation. You take care of its skin. You take care of its hair. You feed it right. Did it need, what it needs. You have the the showmanship ability to get the hog shown to the judge, and you do that time and time again. You put in the work and the effort. You're eventually going to win. I agree. You know, nobody wins a hundred percent. No, nobody wins a hundred percent. So, you know, it's a whole lot easier to lose than it is to win. Oh shit! It takes. No talent, no skill, no hustle to lose. Even you can still lose with talent, skill, and hustle. So. Well, you think you think about baseball. Uh, you know those guys that that are great hit you know three thirty, three sixty. You know very rarely does somebody hit four hundred. That means they have a six hundred percent chance of missing a ball every time they step to the right. plate. But it doesn't make them terrible players. It makes them great players that learn to to grow from the times they don't win. 
you know, and that's the important part. That, that's what makes a great winner, right? It is you don't necessarily lose on this side, but it, it's learning opportunities. I didn't win, but what did I learn from this? You go back home, put it in your playbook, learn from it and grow. I agree. Uh, you know, and, and there's there's a lot of good pigs out there. I mean, there's Tons. used to it's kind of more centralized, you know, localized. You you could sneak away somewhere and and you know get to a show, and there really wouldn't be many good ones. But there's there's lots of good pigs out there. So uh, judges are just they're not going to they're not going to jeopardize them being able to judge again or things like that. Uh, no, because because as big as the industry it is. It is still a very small industry. Right. Word, word travels fast. And and if anybody did ever get paid off, you know, to, to pick a certain body, certain somebody, or if it was ever able to be proven that a judge, you know, picked somebody, that judge would never get a judge again. His no. kids would be run in the industry and, and they're not they're not gonna take that type of chance at a at a at a, at a jackpot show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh 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 a buckle, although it may be very important to a lot of people, a $150 buckle is not going to cause a judge to, to throw his entire career away. I agree. So, I agree. So, we're coming to the end. I uh, got a few questions. I uh, got one here, and uh, just it was sent in to me on the email. And Melissa texted over to me. I don't even know who asked it. Because I told her I didn't care who asked him anymore. So says, uh, so we have an umbilical hernia. Said it just started developing in the last couple of weeks. Is there anything we can do at home to reverse it or surgery the only option? Is it worth doing surgery? How will it affect her placing at the fair? Uh, she's really nice looking guilt otherwise. Well, there's nothing you can do at home to reverse it. Right. Uh, surgery is the only option. Get it to a vet pretty quick. Uh... Is it worth doing the surgery? Depends on the pig. Yeah. I mean, so we're December the 5th. You can't get another one. Uh, I would try. And it's going to affect her at the fair at the show? Yes, it will affect her. If it's a breeding guilt. If you don't fix it. it you, if you don't it. fix it, you're not going to get a look at a show. Right. And you're going to embarrass mm-hmm. your kid because you brought a pig with a hernia to the show. Right. Uh, I'm going to say there's there's quite a few vets out there that, that are competent enough to fix that. Uh, but make sure that they've done it before. I mean, don't don't let it be a trial and error. Uh, there's a few, you know, there's several vets that have done them, do them on a regular basis, and can do them right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, don't go to your local kitty cat vet and say, "Hey, can you fix hernia on a pig?" Because it's completely different fixing a hernia on a pig than it is like a dog or a cat. Right. So, uh, yes, I'm gonna say it is worth it, uh, especially if you think she's a nice looking pig. Uh, especially if she's your only pig, yeah, uh, because you can't get another one. So I would say yes, go ahead and and get that hernia fixed. And, and honestly, sometimes they don't take. Sometimes it doesn't work, uh, but most of the time it does. Uh, but if it's little and just start developing, it's probably something that's a, a fairly simple fix. You know, fairly simple umbilical hernia surgery, and uh, and I think you're you're far enough out where you can probably get it fixed. And, and if something happens and it does bust again you can try it again which i mean i hope it doesn't but it that is a possibility yeah and and always like everything if you can get it fixed when they're younger you know it's it's a whole lot better you know it seems to be quite a bit cheaper 
you know, what was a hernia fix? A couple, two, three hundred dollars, you know, and if it's a good pig and, and you got confidence in it, hell, two or three hundred dollars is a Thursday at the feed store, you know. Uh, you already got money invested in the animal, might as well get it fixed. I agree. Another question? Uh, I currently do not. That's the only question I had. I got a question. What's your question? So, San Antonio came out and said that they were going to have a Hereford class. Mm -hmm. uh, not a scholarship right. class, but a Hereford class. Right. Uh, went to a jackpot the other day. There were seven Herefords in yeah. a class. Yeah. I uh, went to a jackpot this week and I've seen a couple of Herefords. Mm -hmm. uh, Texas Nationals gonna have some Herefords. is yeah. going to have some Herefords. Yeah. What is your expectation for the Hereford class at San Antonio? <sighs> is it going to be a cakewalk? Oh, no. Nothing in San Antonio is a cakewalk. <laughs> it's the biggest, biggest junior lifestyle show in the country. I mean, there's all kinds of pigs there. I mean, nothing, it's not going to be a cakewalk. I don't know. I don't know how many are entered. I, since you had to check on the form, you're bringing a Hereford guilt. So the, the San Antonio by now probably has an idea of how many are entered. So I'm hoping that it's enough for them to say, at least say, hey, you know, it's worth looking into. Uh, I'm hoping that they didn't have 15 of them entered and we got six and we're not <laughs> going to win anything. So that's fine. So, but, but I do know that the, the, but so they validated 12 just at Erath County. Yeah. So that's the county you're in. So there's 12 there. Uh, I know okay. three of them are validated by people that I don't think have ever even gone to San Antonio. So they're going to San Antonio just for Hereford. What? Now, now nationally, Herefords are shown at national shows. Yeah. And, and that's been yeah. kind of a regular for late. What do you think the addition of Herefords to San Antonio is going to do for the Hereford breed? Uh, I think it's going to help it because I mean, as of now in the springtime, you know, you can show Herefords at uh, the team, you know, you can show them at Expert. Denver, you can show them at Arizona. I'm talking about springtime, oh, like gotcha. anything born from like, I guess, June on. You show them at Arizona Nationals, show them at Denver, uh, and you've got the team purebred Southwest Regional in Chickasha, uh -huh. and I think they've still got the one in Greenwood, Mississippi. They got them at Hawaii. I'm pretty sure they have, I know they have an OPB, AOB class at uh, the Dixie National. Somebody told me they judged a show in Mississippi, and there was like nine classes of Hereford. Wow. It said more Herefords than I've ever seen. Like, and they say everybody in Mississippi that shows AOB wants a Hereford. So we got them there. Uh, you open up San Antonio. I think that's going to open up uh, a whole new realm of like marketing like it's not gonna help your bear as much but like yeah. it's gonna be your guilt so i think it's gonna help a lot uh just because uh guys like san antonio those guys pay good money for those guilts because I mean, it's right. a prestige thing to win a breed at san antonio no matter what uh, it is you had ten thousand dollar scholarship that i think 75 percent of them never get used in their entirety due to stipulations on it which mm -hmm. is fine i mean that's that's good <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to give out a scholarship, you put your own stipulations on it. That's right. fine. Uh, so I think most people that win a breed of San Antonio, they, it's just a prestige and pride thing, and they get to beat their chest for the entire next year until they go back and get beat. So uh, I think, and there's a lot of people spend a lot of money to try to win. I mean, you know, try to win that scholarship, which is good. Uh, so I think it's going to help the marketing of that breed. 
Uh, and I'm not Hereford breeder by any means. I mean, Josh and the Bottle Bird kids up here, they've got four Hereford sows. They raised the champion at uh, Expo in 22. Uh, she had a litter. So we're taking them to San Antonio. Her litter mate had a litter. So, I mean, you know, they're going to take, we're going to take all, they're going to take all home raised ones. Uh, we did, we did lease a couple, buy a couple, but, uh, you know, I think once you get them in, if we get them in, we get them established at San Antonio. Uh, it's just going to help the breed. I mean, it's going to help the breed because, you know, then these guys, they come down to these sales, uh, they, they've got a market for a purebred her for guilt. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and do do you think? And, and of course, it's pending the outcome at San Antonio. But do you think the other Texas majors are going to be watching and seeing? You know, seeing. I don't. I think. Like? I think all these damn Texas majors like to have their own identity. Uh, they don't like to say well, we're going to do it because they do it. They like yeah. to be like, well. You know, we're going to add Herefords, but not because San Antonio did, because we think that that's a, just an extra outlet for these kids to become a show. You know, they're not going to use yeah. it. Well, San Antonio did it. We're going to do it because everybody, every one of them wants to have their own identity. I mean, right. uh, Fort Worth, they will never do it. Uh, they're probably never going to change June, and they're going to be the earliest guilt show in the spring. So uh, I don't know that they'll ever add Barrows because we're a classify only state. And I don't know that there's three guys in Texas you could put together that could properly classify her for Barra. So I, I don't know that we'll ever put her for Barra's in. Could you imagine uh, what would run through there? Oh, man, it would be just – and then the Herefords, they're uh, having this much wide. They can't have this much wide. Their ears got to go this way. It's just – I don't, there's, well, I know there's not three guys in Texas that could properly classify Hereford because I've got a couple of Hereford sales and I don't think I, I don't think we could properly classify Hereford because I sometimes I'm like, I got to text someone on the board like, this thing class? They're like, mm, if it's a boy, yeah, if it's a girl, no. So, you know, he's got completely, it's just, so the Barrett deal I don't think is ever going to kick off. I mean, I may eat my words. It doesn't, it'd be great if it did, but I doubt the Hereford Barrett is ever going to kick off just because we're, like I said, we're a classify only state. That'd be a bigger hang up than the Hamps cross. Yeah. <laughs> Classification. Yeah, the Hampshire deal is pretty wild. It's kind of like, Hampshire's kind of like, almost like the Key and Anna deal. I mean, they got a belt, just stole them in there. That's if it. If, if it starts, if they got a white foot, just stole them in. Yeah, just see what they say. I mean, what's the worst they can say is no. Well, well, we'll see about that. Uh, Cole, this weekend coming up is the show, San Angelo, Texas. Uh, we're going to head down there Friday afternoon. We're going to partake in our first live, the Grand Drive broadcasting. Um, looking pretty forward to that. Don't know exactly how that's going to work. Uh, we may get the judges beforehand. We might get them after the show. Uh, don't know though that system yet yeah but i did talk to julie i said you know what if we sit down for two or three minutes with each judge ask them a couple questions piece it all together and then you know have our you know outside of our live have you know another deal that we can piece together throughout the day and do maybe and then maybe have time to record a couple different sessions there just talk with people so yeah yeah it's gonna be a fun one uh down there in san angelo the show that's going to be a great opportunity if if you are considering it to get out there and get some 
get your pigs in front of some high quality judges, you know, and get some get some honest opinions on, you know, maybe where you need to go and what direction you need to take them but before Texas Majors kicks off. I agree. So uh, we'll get ready for that. Uh, summer babies, they coming? They here yet? They almost yeah. on the ground? Some of them are, yeah. We got a few letters, so. We'll they just don't stop. You move some yeah. out and you move it'll, some It'll out. stop in December because it was too damn hot in August. <laughs> I quit breeding because I was tired of tired of sows not coming in heat because huh. it's 110. You know, Well, I guess I just didn't have the dedication to try to breed them at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I said we just won't have any December letters. But I got several Januarys coming, which will be good to go all the way to like our state fair in Dallas and big enough to still, you know, play with the big boys at Expo. So. We'll be doing all that. Well, good. Cole, I uh, appreciate your time this week. I know you're busy. Uh, you got 10,000 things going. And we are going to continue the, the jackpot creed and stay with that. And we've got a few more big ones we're going to try to get to to finish out the year before we get ready for Texas uh, Majors. Guys, uh, I, I tell people the best way to Best way to train kids, you can train them all you want at home. Best way to train kids, haul them up and down the road. That's there's, it. There's nothing that inspires a kid like healthy competition. That's it. All right, dude. You have a good week. I look forward to seeing you uh, Friday Friday about lunch. We get there, think, throw it in the trailer and start heading west. Yep. We'll uh, see you. Guys, y'all have a good week. And uh, like I said, we're going to be live for a little while. I don't know how long we're going to be live for, but we're going to be live. Uh, That'll think, be Saturday. I think we're taking a couple of the – the adult children to kind of help the wife, help our wives with pigs. So, I mean, you could. Oh, yeah, Ashley's going to be taking pictures. But anyway, take the other adult child. So, help the wives with pigs. But if you ask them wives, we don't do shit anyway. No, nah, so. I'm, I'm at 10%. Yeah. <laughs> I was zero. And you don't do shit. At least you got, so, so you we're, got 10% we're five. and I got you don't do shit. So, we're so. five together. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right. Uh, remember, uh, I believe the swag store is open on the Grand Drive webpage. Uh, what? We will have. We got a swag store? Yes, sir. And we will have some hoodies and caps uh, there at the show. Yeah. If yeah. you need one, come get us. And uh, if you got any questions, they anything be, you want to hear. They will be for sale, not on sale. There you go. If you have any questions that you would like to have heard on the Grand Drive or answered on the Grand Drive, go to the Grand Drive Podcast at gmail.com. Submit them to us and we will try to get to them. We uh, we like doing the shout outs to all the listeners as well. Hope you have a great week. Get them grades up, kiddos. Uh, Christmas is almost here and Santa Claus is watching. Till then, Cole, have a good week. Good night. Adios. <laughs>